This is the EVP Podcast. Welcome to the EVP Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, DVO, and we have to next next to me. I'm Dale. And I'm Beaker. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Scary. <laughs> All right. So this episode um, is going to be fun because Dale just came back from the Super Bowl. I wish I was there for the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, but you were just in Tampa Bay. I was. I you was. were there a week after Super Bowl. Yep, I was. Yeah, that wasn't even part of your plan, right? No, I didn't realize. I, I had no. I haven't been watching football at all this season. I had no idea that they were going to have the Super Bowl in Tampa. You didn't even. You didn't even know Tampa Bay was going to be playing at their own hometown for the Super Bowl. I, none Did of that. you know? None of that. Not that this isn't paranormal, but this is the first time in history. That the Super Bowl was played in the was city. was played actually uh, it was a home game for one of the teams in the Super Bowl because they they have the the, right. the stadiums are pre planned out yeah, like years yes. in advance and, that, and this the, is the first time it's ever happened to where the coincidence of that that one of the two teams were actually from the city that the Super Bowl was being played in that was pretty first awesome. time ever in football history because but for of, the team going damn we don't even get to travel for this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was like a home crowd for them. They probably didn't mind at all. Yeah, well. And they, actually it helped, probably, because they didn't won. Didn't really have much of a crowd. <laughs> and, well, that's that's true. I think everybody's tired of seeing Tom Brady win. I know I was. I sure am. <laughs> but, I don't even follow football, and I know that Tom Brady plays. Thank you, Bacon Cell. He throws the pigskin. <laughs> so, so Dale, what, uh, do, you, do you wish that you would have been there during Super Bowl? Like, Do you wish you were there a week earlier? I think it would have been fun still. I know it wasn't going to be as crazy packed as most cities would get during Super Bowl just because of COVID and everything. Uh-huh. So I figured, because I mean, the flights were still going to be cheap. So I don't think there was like a big influx of people traveling to the city to party or to go to the true. game. Because there was only like so many seats. It was all predetermined and all that. So That's true. I heard the city was still busy and nuts for, for what it was, but I probably not near as crazy as it could have been if it was at full capacity but gotcha. um but yeah still it was still fun though like i mean that place where i went to that we're going to talk about tonight it was called ebor city spelled y-b-o-r ebor city and that place is pretty lively and when i went there on a sunday night it was a sunday night i did a ghost tour and it was popping on a Sunday night. <laughs> well, because you're traveling, that's the one thing you have to do. You have to go investigate. <laughs> yeah. Any new town you go to, it's in our blood. We must investigate. So you got to remember, though, you were in Florida, not Utah, where you're used to things not happening on a Sunday night. Yeah, I know. It's like so weird. <laughs> it's <laughs> like when I go to Vegas. Oh, people like... are out. <laughs> well, in Vegas, you, ex- you expect that. You expect that in Vegas. Vegas is still pretty busy, yeah. But yeah, this place was popping, and I guess it probably would have been popping even more if it wasn't for COVID being a thing. But you were actually you were just telling me that there's some places in like that that part of Florida where people don't even really care about masks or. Well, anything. yeah, this was up by kind of up by Orlando. Yeah, and nice. went to some gas stations and could leave the mask in the car. It's like this is pretty <laughs> you nice. Felt, you felt free. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, saying I'm not safe sitting next to you right now? Is that? I mean, I'm just kidding. I went to a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got fuel. <laughs> so 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 you, so you didn't really. I guess you didn't like have like a place shut down where you investigated, but you took a you took a tour. Yeah, I just took a ghost tour. 
but after taking the tour, I didn't realize that I was in the, I was in the, well, I actually went to that city at first just to, uh, just to take a tour, just on my own, just to check it out. Um, going down this main street, I'm like, man, this, these, all these buildings are haunted as shit. And it's old, it's old town, old city. And then I, I found it was out. built in what, 1890? <clears throat> late, late 1800s. Uh-huh. And then I found out there's actually a ghost tour there. Um, so, hell yeah, buying tickets for the ghost tour. <laughs> Bought tickets for the ghost tour. Come to find out on this tour, these were some super haunted buildings that were on Travel Channel quite a bit. So, like a yeah. bunch of shows have been Well, there. as I'm looking up the history, like it looks like. So, a lot of immigration uh, came there from, from uh, Spain, Italy, Cuba. Like a lot of immigration was there. And because of the, the big Italian families, a lot of mob activity was involved yeah, along in this with area. The influx of the uh, immigration, the mobs came with them, right? <laughs> so, so it sounds like there's a lot of pretty rich, crazy history in yeah. this town. Yeah, it was these pretty... buildings. The buildings are all old, and a lot of these buildings were built, and then all of a sudden, a year or two later, the Great Depression happens, and. <laughs> And things things get a little crazy when people uh, don't have any money. This is the wild west of of the east. Yeah, so 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 pretty interesting. And we were kind of looking up uh, a couple couple of these buildings. So how many buildings did you do on this ghost tour? Uh, I would say this is one, two, three. I'd say about six. Oh, okay. That's 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 more than I thought. Okay. And you feel you can feel like some presence in all these buildings. Um, only a couple that I actually felt something and where i mean there was probably stuff in all of these buildings but i only felt presence from a couple of them and none like we only went inside of one of the buildings which building was that the cuban club all right which is one of the buildings we'll talk about um so and i'll I'll beaker you've been looking up uh some of the places in this town are there any like buildings you guys want to talk about first i know which one we want to end with it sounds like but any of the buildings you guys want to talk about first? Well, I mean, should we talk about the the Don Vicente? That's going to be the main. We'll talk about the end. Okay, that's going to be the yeah, last one. Yeah. Okay. Because that one seems pretty. That's some pretty crazy stories. All right. Well, we can start with the Cuban Club. Okay. Let's start with the Cuban Club. <laughs> okay. What's the, what's the, some of the history you remember from taking on that ghost tour? Uh, okay. So that one was the being the Cuban clubs. That what they that what that meant was that was like their social gathering club. Uh-huh. So like they would all congregate at church and then after church they would all be still in their Sunday best and then they would gather at the social clubs and they dance and have dinners and just kind of party till late at night. Nice. But then also during the weeks they would gather there and kind of gamble and do stuff like that and they would just kind of, you know, people from their countries and that was kind of their gathering place. But they also had like a fitness area and stuff. But one thing about this club that was different than all the others was there was a swimming pool. None of the other clubs had a pool. Okay. And there was one guy's kid who came looking for his dad. And that little kid ended up wandering into the social club with nobody paying attention, somehow slipped into the pool and drowned. So this little kid's spirit is said to be haunting down there in that first level of the Cuban club. This Uh Cuban club's like a good four levels oh wow okay wow okay it's bigger than i thought i just reading some of these stories it looks like a lot of people claim to see a little boy um 
full apparition or they see like uh, his face peeking in windows like some of the higher up windows i see a little boy's face when it should be an empty building perhaps so those are some of the things i saw about about that little little boy um while we were taking the tour the tour guide showed us a picture that somebody had taken on the tour one day and in that picture you see that little boy hiding kind of peeking up up above the bar there's a bar down there oh and yeah sure shit there he is wow <laughs> and you saw you saw the picture yeah he showed us it looks, the picture. Pre- looks pretty good oh yeah it's yeah that's it it's oh really picture, yeah dang so you got you don't you can't get a you didn't get like a picture of that picture i guess no i did i should have asked i know him. i, I should have asked him damn it that's pretty good <laughs> yeah that is damn did not even think about it <laughs> Guess you should have took me. Oh, damn, damn, damn. Well, let's go. I want to go back. <laughs> yeah, some of the things I was reading too looks like there's uh, random piano sounds being played and uh, a woman in white. Yeah, this, and there's supposed this woman in white apparently talks to kids. Oh, like um, the living living kids. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And oh, interesting. A lot of people have had experiences that they talk about this woman in white talking to them. Um, I guess he's talked about there's people that have been on this tour that have been in that Cuban club sometime during their life as a kid and for other events. You know, I mean, it's been so many multiple things since then. Uh-huh. But for some, and there's like a theater, there's a big theater and in, in stage and everything in there. Um, so anyways, they've talked about being in there as a kid and being grabbed and talked to by some woman in white. Oh, interesting. And they've been on the tour and say, yeah, I've I've actually been talked to by some woman here like that in that whole scenario. But, I mean, I would like to have heard a personal story. I'd, you know, that would have been cool to hear something like that. Interesting. But they didn't talk about the history. I, I didn't read anything about what, who this woman of white is or, oh, or could yes. be potentially. Yes. Okay. So she was this mobster's sister. Oh, and so she was kind of like untouchable. Okay, and so she and she was good looking. So she was like out there flaunting her shit, you know, <laughs> just kind of being a little floozy about it. Oh god. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> um, she decided to finally like settle down with somebody, uh-huh. and like, and she was been seeing multiple dudes. That's kind of how she was playing. So she decided to just pick one dude, and uh, she was gonna. She picked that dude and was gonna be with him, uh-huh. and they were up on that building kind of looking over the edge and one of the boyfriends that she kind of had to cut it off with wasn't having none of that oh. he's like you know if you ain't if you ain't with me you ain't gonna be with nobody type of type of jealous wow so while she was looking over the side with her new fiance this jealous guy comes over behind her grabs her and tosses over the side what she tumbles you know boom hits the cement that i mean that's pretty high up there it's yeah. a good 30 feet or plus so she's she's done for the uh the fiance turns around pulls out his gun blasts that jealous guy right in the face he's dead so two deaths boom boom right there that's a pretty cool story (laughs) (laughs) that's the that's so that's the woman that they think that they're seeing okay all right huh just I, I forgot about that story. That just popped right back in my head. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's her story. Yeah, and, and you just mentioned there's a theater in there. Yes. So there's another story. Um, I didn't see much about this, but 
I guess a, one of the actors, I don't really know why, but I guess he committed suicide on the stage during a performance. And I I don't remember much about this being said. I might have been trying to do other stuff during that, but I don't remember much about hearing that story about this actor. But there was a story about the one of the board members of the club, the president, actually, uh-huh. getting blasted in the face. With another board, from another, from another board, board member, member. Yeah. Um, unnamed because nobody gave up who it was. No snitching, no snitching in the club. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess the president was accusing somebody of stealing money from the board. Oh, and the way he was going about and accusing was getting pretty personal and talking some mad shit. And this guy wasn't having it. Pulled out his his heat and was like, right to the face, bud, and. I guess everyone kind of determined, you know what? He was probably the one stealing the money and trying to put the blame on someone else. And everybody kind of caught on to it and probably gave him judgment right then and there. Wow. Um, And so when the police came to, like, solve the issue here, nobody was giving each other up. So Mm -hmm. they were like, well, nobody nobody here saw it. I guess none of us did it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the cops had nothing and yeah. the case was, case was closed as uh i can't remember how the, you know but i guess just undetermined <laughs> and so anyways his ghost apparently is there because the tour guide uh he said about it was his third week into doing tours and he was setting up to do a, a paranormal investigation in there and there was only about four of them in there and as they were setting up on the stage, one of them had to go back out for something or other. So there was only three of them in there. And as the three of them were in there, um, they could hear footsteps coming up from behind them. Uh-huh. Uh, so they thought, well, maybe the, it's their buddy. Number four is coming back. Hey, number four. So they turned around to, to see number four. And instead, it is the ghost of the right, old, full body apparition. Full body apparition. Wow. And... But they said the way he looks is that his eyes are separated more. Hmm. So it kind of seems like that's where they seen where the gunshot was. It was right between the eyes probably because it separated them. So the way he seen him was his eyes off. But he goes, uh, walks right up to these guys, right up to their face and says, get out. Jeez. And d- instantly gone. The moment he says it, boom, gone. Um, that freaked me out. So yeah, they they still I guess they still investigated, but I don't know if they got much that night. I don't, they didn't talk much. He didn't say much. I don't know. Maybe they left. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I saw a ghost that was clearly shot in the head uh, walk up to me and tell me to get out, and then disappeared. <laughs> uh, and then disappeared. I I probably would do what he asked. Yeah, I'm like I got my evidence for the night. I'm well, done. what if you didn't get that as the evidence though? Well, oh, I guess in my head that's my evidence that I'm. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. I would have been like, do you really want me out? <laughs> I don't know. How many times really have want? you been on an investigation where people, they, this seems to be like a go-to question with people of the K2. They're like, if you want us to leave, make the K2 light up. Like, that's, I don't know how many times I've seen that. That's and, just people going, I kind of just want to go home. <laughs> this one tells us to go home. <laughs> oh, look, it told us to go home. We should probably go, guys. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's just them trying to get home. <laughs> well, then it's always like, oh, you didn't respond? That must mean you want me to leave. 
<laughs> so I wonder, like, that makes so much sense now. See, see, yeah. <laughs> so like this spirit, it, it it looks like he's potentially has has you know has a bullet hole in the middle of his head. So I wonder, like, is your spirit like what you last were, or can you like? I wonder if you can modify your spirit. Randy already said that. The um, what? The ones that have not crossed over, the ones that are stuck here, uh-huh. still do look like the way they died. Okay, so I would be like, can so we go back to when I was like twenty-two? On, uh, if you crossed over, if you do, okay. if you crossed over, you can kind of you come back and present yourself in the way that you felt at your prime. Like yeah. She's mentioned before to me about how she's seen some spirits, and one of the ones I remember is if if you've heard anything about these stories of uh, Fear Factory here in Salt Lake, uh-huh. there was a, a transient that in order to kill himself he put his head down on the train tracks yeah. and let the train run over him. So the first time we ever went there, she before we even went in the building, it was just in the parking lot, she's like, oh, that's disturbing. And I'm like, what? And I don't think she knew about this story at the time. I think I told her about it after because she doesn't like watching those shows and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I found out it from Ghost Adventures. But she mentioned to me that there was a spirit walking around without a head. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, like, like Dell just said, um, from our experience and from what she sees – is you look the way you did when you died, like the clothing you were wearing and everything like that. Like Interesting. She has her spirit guide sort of that follows her around. It's her, it's her one of her grandmas um, had died in a fire. And just the way that she describes her grandma to me, she's like on one side of her body is just like all burnt and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and when she's describing this, and I, I've asked her this, I don't know how many times, I'm just like, does it ever light, light, light up? Do you see the amber glowing in her and I, I don't remember remember the answer. I am curious, though. I am kind of curious <laughs> on that answer. Like a glowing ember. <laughs> I mean, it makes Your sense. Just... <laughs> yeah, she's like describing the way that her grandma looks and how she died in a fire. And I'm just like curious, like, now is it cool looking? Like, does she glow? Like, like a Yule log? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, that's a pretty legitimate question. I'm, I'm kind of curious now. Huh. <laughs> she thought it was funny. She listened to our first episode. And uh, when I was talking to her today, she thought it was funny that um, I one of us mentioned, it was probably me, that I was just like, you're going to be hearing that name a lot in the show. And yeah. she thought it was funny that we said that. Here we go again with it. <laughs> it be every Brandy. Episode. Hi, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> it's us again. <laughs> All right, awesome. So that's the Cuban Club. Interesting, interesting. So that makes me wonder, like, um, if the the woman in the white, if she crossed over, because uh, I guess she only talks to kids, and and if kids aren't afraid, like if she died, like she fell all this distance and she died. And, oh right! Like you know, you'd think maybe Splattered. that like her face was crushed in or something yeah. or whatever. But was she kids might have like on her back? She could have. You're right. I don't know. Just so the I back don't know. of her head's probably all smashed in. That's that's possible. I'm yeah. I'm kind of curious now. Like I want to go there and be like, hey. What do you look like? Show yourself. Yeah. Yeah. See how hot you are. <laughs> see what the hype's all about. Yeah, see, what this <laughs> see why this guy's so jealous. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so any, anything else you can remember from the cubicle? That's all I can remember seeing, um, researching it. Anything. Oh, so after the kid drowned in the pool, they actually okay. cemented that over like the next day. So that would never happen again. Oh. So they were just like, yeah, no pool for anybody. Ah, I know, what a waste. Ruining everything. (laughs) Ruining all the fun. Yeah. Parents can't have fun. (laughs) 
That's the Cuban club. <laughs> yeah, the Cuban club. You have club. to go somewhere else. Yep. No more <laughs> pools for them. Um, but yeah, for the most part, that was it. We got to investigate it, and I wasn't feeling much. Like, I mean, were you there long, like, long enough for like a good investigation? No, no, no. And you're probably in a crowd. In a crowd. Yeah. And everybody has those old ghost meters. Not the ghost meter pro, the ghost meters. And those things are just loud pieces of shit. It just beep, beep, it's beep, just beep, beep. another EMF meter. Yeah, it's just an EMF meter. It doesn't even the milligauss only goes to like five. It doesn't. It's not even as good as the K two. No, not even close to a K two. And everything sets it off, and it was just annoying. You tell them, hey, it's time to upgrade. They're, these aren't too well, expensive. Well, he used to have some other equipment, and every piece of equipment that they would use, oh. people were dropping it, breaking it. Yeah, okay. So he's like, well, this is all you guys get. You guys bring your own shit then. And <laughs> remember, I talked about I was going to bring some. And I didn't, and I regret it because oh. uh, then everyone would want to use your. Every, stuff. I would have been the king of the show. I would have <laughs> ran that shit. Or they want to use your stuff and drop your stuff. No, I wouldn't let them touch it. Right. I'd be like, no, if you want to see me use it, you can see me use it. <laughs> stand next to me. Yeah, you can stand that's, next to me. That's the problem with like public investigations. I love going on them, but it's when people find out. Like, if you just buy a ticket and go with somebody else, people find out you know what you're doing. They just kind of like follow you around. It's like, no, leave me alone. Go do your thing. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. Nobody knew. I wasn't talking to nobody. But if you had pulled out your equipment and yeah, started like, oh, look, here's my K two. Here's this, and people are gonna right. be like, I'm gonna follow that guy. I'll He's just tell cool you know toys. what, guys, wear your mask and stay six feet away from me. <laughs> and I'll just keep walking away and kind of going close. Six to feet. Him. Six feet. <laughs> <laughs> if I was there, you'd be like, Tim, lay down. If anyone gets too close, <laughs> yeah, I'd set up. I'd set up. Uh, Basketball place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you talk about the, the, the so the, the the main building here. Yes, the Don Vicente Inn. Yeah, that was a spooky bitch. So tell us about your tour with it, and I was kind of you know looked up some history. Well, we all have, but talk about your tour at at this place. Okay, I won't talk about or the maybe, history much. I'll just talk about what the tour showed us and what why I experienced there. Well, was, I guess we can talk about what, like, just a brief, like, what it was or who built it or. Well, so, yeah, talk about that first, then, yeah. Or I guess, I guess the most prominent story is, is is a doctor, so it was used as a clinic and, and an inn. So it was used as a medical clinic and an inn, and an inn. And uh, so a, doc, a doctor ran it with you know his wife and, and son. Um, but anyway, so kind of talk about. I just got the brief the brief history of of it the building. So, anyways, the the, the tour. They were showing us this, uh, he kind of told us the history of what was going on in the basement. We'll get to the, what was going on in the basement. Okay. And it was, so a lot of uneasy feelings down in the basement. Uh, he kind of also told us about this uh, room while it was a hotel in this room, not being, you know, having a lot of bad shit going on in this room. So he has, uh, after he tells us what kind of the experiences that have happened there, he I'll tell you about the experience that he with this room though. This room, okay. Uh, so this room has been known to have a lot of noises coming at night, where it sounds like scratching coming on, footsteps running around. Sounds like there's people talking in your room, talking to you. Uh, there's people talking about shadow figures. It's just this one room, right? Yeah, for the most How part. How many rooms would you guess were, were are there? Maybe t- not even 20, maybe 20. Oh, okay, okay. Not a lot. I don't think there would be a lot. Okay. Um, so anyways, the tour guide said for payback for his brother, for the, the years of torment as a child, because <laughs> he was a younger brother, 
he was going to get his brother this room, this haunted room. So the tour guide, the tour guide had his brother coming in town. Yes, his brother was from Jersey. Okay, and his, so his brother was going to come to Ebor City to visit his family and his brother. And his brother was like, "Yeah, come in town. I'll get you a room." <laughs> I know just the room. Yeah, so he doesn't tell his brother what goes on in this room. Okay, he's already been so, and he's been doing these tours already. He has connections yeah. in the town. He pulled some strings and got that room. That's funny. So he gets the room for his brother. Does not tell his brother a thing about this room. Okay. Gets his brother all shit-faced, splitter-pantsed, and all that good stuff at the bars. Uh, gets him, Drops him back at the hotel room like at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. He's all drunk. Drops him off. Tells him, okay, I'll be back at like 10 a.m. to get you. Comes back over a little early, like 9.30, 9.45-ish. His brother's already outside waiting on the steps <laughs> it's like what the hell man he's like I, I don't something's in that room he's all i could not sleep something is in that room wow and he's all what what, what happened to you he's like all night long i could hear voices i could hear scratching on the headboard i could hear footsteps running around the bed oh and he's my all gosh. and then there was somebody in the room there was somebody i guess a shadow figure chilling at the bed at the end of the, the foot of the bed but progressively getting closer and freaking wow. him out to the point where he got the hell out and went down to the lobby and I guess was trying to sleep in the lobby as much as he could until the sun came out and went outside. Wow. <laughs> Scared the shit out of him. Um, so anyways, that was this room that was in there. I guess the room uh, was like 135, something like that. So Beaker, what would you do if you saw like a ghost, a shadow figure in your room in a hotel that came closer and closer? I'd probably try to talk to it. Okay. Well, with with devices or just like just straight up trying. Oh no! Just try to talk to it. Like I've been trying to use more of my intuition and stuff like that when okay. I do investigations. If I had devices, I'd probably pull like out my EMF meter or something. But I, I'd be like, "What do you want?" Like, <laughs> like rub my feet like, or go away. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna tickle like, like, something? Or are you gonna? I'm just trying to stand sleep there. here, guy. Like, <laughs> or either get in the bed or get the hell out. <laughs> No, I'm seriously, like, I probably would, because there was, like, when we had that earthquake last year, uh-huh. like, my bed's shaking, right? Yeah. And I literally, I wake up, and my first thought is, it's a ghost, yeah, and yeah, I just yeah, yelled yeah. out, I'm like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, my first thought is, my bed shaking, it's a ghost. Uh-huh. And I'm like, knock it off. <laughs> so, like, yeah, if I saw something coming at me, I'd just be like, I'm like, I, I can kind of feel energy, too. So, like, if it wasn't feeling negative, I'd just be like, can I help you? If I felt like I was in danger, like, I'd, I'd probably leave. Gotcha. Especially if I'm by myself, like yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna. If if like Dell was cuddling with me, I'd be like, you know, what's up, bitch? Like, <laughs> That's not what you say when I cuddle with you. No, not to you, to the ghost. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I got to put on a brave face for Dell. Like, but if I'm by myself, I'll probably peace out. You know? Usually, just depending on his lip. depending on the. <laughs> he doesn't talk much. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, depending on the, the, the vibe, the energy that I feel in the room. Uh-huh. Like, if I felt like it was negative in nature, if I felt like it wanted to hurt me, I'd, I'd probably leave. Yeah. But if I didn't get that feeling, if I felt like it was more like wanting help, I might try to talk to it and, and figure out what's going on. So all it, all right, depends all right. on, it all depends on the energy in the room. Now, um, having said that, looking at the pictures that Dell took and some pictures I found online... Um, I kind of feel like it is negative, so I probably yeah. would have just packed up my shit and left. <laughs> I'm out of this room. So, 
during the as we he was telling us all the stuff that happened uh-huh. in this place, he told us to go ahead and we could look at the uh, the glass doors and we could see the entrance to the stairs that go to the basement. Okay. He's all, yeah, go ahead and look down there. People get a creepy vibe. Because you guys couldn't go in this building. No. Well, uh, he used to have access to this building before, uh, after COVID hit and all, all these things that got shut down. Um, there's only the U.S. government that is occupying one little section of that building, so they are not allowing public in there anymore because of that. So... He was cool with that because he was like, yeah, this the stuff in here is negative, so I'm kind of okay with not going in there anymore. Um, so he's all, did you feel anything? I'm like, actually, I didn't feel shit from looking at the basement. Looking up those stairs, I felt everything right at the top of those stairs. And is there something right, is something going on up there? And he's like, funny you say that. That room I mentioned, 135, you would think it's on the first floor, but it's actually right at the top of those stairs. And I said, like right there and i pointed at it and he's all actually yeah you're right there we went we're at the corner of the building we just went around the corner and pointed right to where i was pointing he's like that's room 135 oh wow and showing that picture of the building to beaker over here um i showed just showed him the building and he pointed right to the section of that building where that energy is coming yeah you didn't even see at this point you haven't even told us any of these stories yet you just showed me the picture and i'm like there's energy right here yeah (laughs) yeah so when you guys say that, when you guys just look at this picture and say, "Oh, there's an energy here," like what does that mean? Like for the listeners, when you say that, what, like what are you what are you talking about? What are you feeling? What are you saying? Energy visions of the paranormal. <laughs> That's exactly what we're saying. <laughs> Hence our <I> name. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Ghosts, ghosts and stuff. Duh. So it's like, for, it's like spidey for, senses. You just, feel, you just feel some tingling in nether regions or what? Yeah, yeah. Kind of, actually, for me, it's in my left arm. Like, through oh, my left for hand. real? Yeah. Oh. So, like, when I feel energy, it's I'm, I've been trying to work on like filling it with my right side as well. But uh-huh. it's always for me, it's always been in my left. Like, what does it feel like? Like a numbing? A tingling? It, just, it feels like so. If it's positive energy, it feels more like kind of like your arm feels fell asleep. Like it's that tingly okay. like. It's not like a bad sensation. It's right. kind of like that tingling sensation you get when your arm falls asleep. Uh-huh. Um, when if it's negative energy, my arm feels heavy. Huh. For me, mine's all up in my head. And it's like my I feel a pull. Uh-huh. And that pull will like just guide me into a direction. And either I'll see something in my head of what is there mm-hmm. or I don't. I'm, and I can't really turn that on and off yet. It just kind yeah. of happens. Um, and the whole getting pulled to that, I have to like be concentrating on that, but it's always my head. It's not anything else as okay. much as I want it to be. And <laughs> <laughs> my senses are, are way tuned down compared to the either of you, but that's kind of what it is. But mine's, it's almost like that feeling of like somebody's watching you. It's kind of like that feeling. So you kind of, you kind of, when you feel like someone's watching, you kind of look towards like a direction sometimes. Uh, that's kind of how mine is like that. It's kind of it's kind of like that. It's like I just feel like something's watching me. And that's usually the case. Yeah, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> right. Usually, right. always the case. Okay. <laughs> Somebody is. So, so that's what the guy said. So the guy said, "Yeah, you, where you're, where you're kind of feeling something drawing you towards that was actually the room. That was actually the room. Yep. All right. And uh, yeah, I was like, well, shit. I'll, I did it again. I did it again. <laughs> and so did you. <laughs> we, we cracked the case. <laughs> it's We're haunted. Magical. It's where it's at. 
Is this place haunted? Yes. Yes, yes it, it is. is. <laughs> it's right there. My Next building, please. <laughs> Next building, sir. What is it? I can't tell you. It's just haunted. I'm not Let's going go. up there. We obviously can't go inside. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else on the tour of that of this building uh so that was pretty much the tour of, that was all the tour we got of the physical building okay but he told us the history and stuff which we're, we'll get into right, right now all right so do you want to who which we guys want yeah, to go go beaker it was built in 1890 <laughs> by a guy <laughs> named don something Something. Everyone's Don. 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 Don Vicente. No. <laughs> I, I think probably. Actually, I was looking up a, a couple of the buildings, um, and a lot of them were built by like a Vicente or a Vincent, which was kind of like, I, was, I know it's a few buildings, and I was like, oh, that's, that's and I wonder if maybe that was just named after his, the homage to him. I don't know. I just know that like Travel Channel and other places call it Hotel Hell. They did because yeah, there was a so there was yeah a lot of mobster shit going on in there. The first so I'll talk about one of the things. The very yes. first serial killer of Ebor City was doing his serial killings in this building. Yeah, so like, like I was mentioning earlier when I just had a brief history was it was run by a doctor. So yes, and so this doctor's child was a little sociopath. Yeah, yeah, sounds <laughs> like it. Yes. And he was obsessed with Frankenstein, being that that was his book that was read to him every night as a child by oh, really? his oh. caregiver. Uh, so he would have uh, caretakers. He would, as a child, like a nanny. Um, the first nanny that he had actually up and quit because he tried to gouge her eyes out Gee. with his thumbs because he was pissed off about something. Uh, so this little kid b- pounced on her, tried to gouge her eyes out. Gosh. Doctors thought, you know, gave treated her for free, uh, probably paid her off, and she quit. Um, thought, oh, maybe he's got anger issues. <laughs> uh, then he did some other shit. I think he, like, stabbed another one or did something, and then they shipped him off to boarding school. Mil- mil- military, military school. school. Yeah, it sounds like, he, like he, a few things. Like, they try to put him in... Like their own solitary confinement, where he would escape it all the time. Um, he was he was stealing cars, kidnapping people. <laughs> well, he shot he shot one of the neighbors or some boy in the eye, and yeah. then he convinced another kid. Oh, he convinced a little girl. Uh, yeah, to uh, use his a, homemade electric it, chair. Yes, he made an electric chair. His own what? homemade electric chair. Convinced a four-year-old girl to sit in it. Because he, he like wrote, like I guess, reports about uh, raising the dead. and Yeah, Frankenstein type Right, shit. yeah. So he, so I wonder if that was one of his little... Yes, that's what... <laughs> he was like trying to do the killer and bring her back or something. Oh, my god. Um, I guess he was doing it to cats. He was killing cats in the neighborhood, catching cats and doing, trying to kill them and bring them back to life. Oh, my God. Um, Apparently, he was schizophrenic as well. Yeah, I could see that. Um <laughs> And then, so military well, boarding school. They use. <laughs> at boarding school, uh, it was Christmas break. He left with a friend of his back to his friend's hometown, and was spending the Christmas holiday there. And I think that first night, he stole the family car, drove off in it. They found the car abandoned. Searched for him, found him assaulting a, a little girl or something. And Man. he ended up doing prison time for that. When he got out is when his dad got him a job there at the morgue. 
in the yeah. hospital. Yeah, so it, so- it sounds like uh, this 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 junior actually. I think he is a he is a, a he is a junior. Yeah, it's they had different middle names, but it was Jose Ramon. Uh, Jose Ramon was the uh, dad. dad, and I don't remember Jose Luis. Jose Luis was the son, and I don't even. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce that last name. It's, so as he became a employee there at the hospital and working at the morgue. Uh, there was a brothel kitty corner, uh-huh. and that brothel he was a frequent visitor of. Well, I think at one point they actually kicked him out and, and he told him he couldn't there. live there, and so he moved into the brothel. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Which is across the street. So they kicked yeah, him out. Like, and moved they, yeah, they the kicked the him out, and so he moved across the street to the brothel, <laughs> and then, where he started to impersonate his dad and pretend that he was a physician. Yes. yes. So they come back to my. Come across the street to my. Yeah, it's shady little like. The, the only thing is, you can only come at night, and you can only come to the basement door. That's the only way to get. So that's how he did. He would lure them in by saying yeah, that, saying he was a doctor, saying that he could give them free procedures, but they would have to come at night when the hospital's closed, and they'd have to come <laughs> to the basement. And he that would, doesn't sound shady at all. No, no, <laughs> yeah, it's, everything's everything's good. After hours through the basement doors, yeah, yeah it's good. free, right? <laughs> and then he would put them under anesthesia, and then they would never wake up. Yeah, one of the reports I read, he had a quote-unquote nurse that helped him. And she's also said to haunt... So Junior and this quote-unquote nurse is said to haunt the building um, as well. And so she would help him take bodies and body parts through tunnels down into the incinerator where they would dump it. Wow. (laughs) So when they ended up catching him, and I don't remember how they caught him, but he confessed to six murders. Okay. So that would explain why there's negative energy in this building. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think this happened back in like the 20s and or 30s. Like yeah, it was, think, this was a long time ago. So basically 100 years ago from this point. Yeah, because this was operating. Um, the building was built in eight, 19, 1890. 1890. And then I, th- I think it started out as like office buildings. And it was I think a it was real estate office. Oh, building. real estate office. Yeah. And, and then it became the clinic uh, afterwards. And it was a running clinic for 20 years? Yeah, I think it was like from like 20, 1920. But on top of that, a like. lot of the mobsters were dropping off other mobsters getting shot and Oh, at this, guy, at this clinic. At this clinic. They yeah. were just dropping their bodies and leaving so a lot them on of, steps. Okay, so a lot of just dead. Yeah. yeah. They got to the point where, so this is what would happen at night is uh, these nuns would be getting these bodies at night. They would be dropping off these bodies, and these guys weren't dead yet. They were, like, dying. Uh-huh. And they got to the point where they were so overwhelmed with these mobsters getting killed and being left there that they didn't even want to work on them anymore. So they were just throwing their bodies into the morgue as they're dying, not even dead yet, just leaving them for dead, letting them die overnight. Oh, wow. So they would be screaming in there all night until they passed away. Jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so these... There's said to still be screams in there. And that, so there's a lot of anger and a lot of like yeah. energy left in those deaths caused by these. Right, yeah. You know, I wonder if just like one. What would Jesus do? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, Way to go, nuns. <laughs> I wonder if. I believe it's pronounced Jesus in that part of the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah so... probably. <laughs> so I wonder if like just one spirit went to room 135 and then just kind of magnetized more spirits to that room. Uh, I wonder if there's a, a negative portal one. in there. Oh, that's a good. That's a good or point nearby. too. It's a possibility. Yeah, I bet you there's some bad shit in there. But with so many deaths, I wouldn't be surprised if just one spirit just kind of locked onto that room for whatever reason, and then it just kind of magnetized well, more. They also brought with all these cultures Santeria, 
Oh, okay. So they even talked about that on the tour too. Some of oh, these cultures were about that were practicing that behind the scenes, which is like a some type of religion. I don't know how do you. It's describe like another it, type. I don't of... know. I don't practice Santeria. <laughs> I don't and got you... no crystal ball. <laughs> I had a million dollars, but I spent, I spent it all. It all. <laughs> <laughs> so we we say Santeria is similar to. Uh, what we might know as voodoo or it's a similar i mean it's not all negative it's i mean there's there's a positive well, there's a negative version of it yeah um, same with voodoo there's a yeah, positive right, exactly right so same thing but different cultures um different beliefs but same same but different but still okay same. Yeah, i get it. okay um but yeah so they brought that with them as well ah. so who knows if somebody was practicing a negative form of that in, in their the room or just in the proximity. And open up a portal, possibly, from yeah. doing that. Interesting. We must investigate. I would love But they're to closed. Are, are they closed right now because of COVID and they will reopen? Do they say something like that? Well, because right only because it's government-owns a section of that building. Uh-huh. And they're the only thing that's in that building at the moment. The other part of the other rest of the building is unoccupied. But because that's government-owned part of it, that they're not allowing the public okay. in. So I believe it it's, was a hotel, and it sold back in 2015, and then they reopened it as uh, office spaces. Okay. okay. And I read something that's them being apartments. Hmm. I don't. I didn't hear anything about that, but I read something about that. I don't know if how that if that was true or not. But um, what else was going on in that? I think that's all I was seeing. Kind of just kind of looking at some of the things I have here. That's. I think we. Yeah, mo- most of it was just the the story based around that family. Yes, that that kid's got problems, man. But I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if if that guy that was staying in that room and saw that shadow figure walking towards him. I wouldn't be surprised if it was that that kid that was pretending to be his dad. Uh, just staying there, just being a bad yeah. piece of shit, right? I wouldn't be surprised if that was that's that who was... he saw. Probably I'm curious not. at the age because we're referring to him as a kid because he is a junior. But I wonder, how, I wonder what his age is during all. This. Probably twenties, thirties. Yeah, well, you know, you talk about military school, so he's probably late teens, early twenties. Probably out of there when by they're trying 18. to ship when they're trying when they're probably shipping him out. Yeah. Um, so this probably lasted a few years. So, so he's probably mid twenties, early twenties. Yeah. I, I, now I'm curious how he died. Or. Yeah, I don't know how he died. Did, were you looking into, into any of that beaker about? Junior, um, what happened to him? I had some PDF that I pulled up, and I totally don't have it anymore. Give me one second. I don't know if it mentioned how he died. Um, but I'll but tell you how he lived. <laughs> he lived like a crazy... So he actually... Um, he was born in 1907 and died in 1981. Um, oh, he lived a long life. Yeah. Oh. Who allowed this? <laughs> <laughs> who, who do we have to talk to? This is not okay. Yeah. I don't see much about him, like looking him up. If I'm reading this right, like um, another, some other dates I'm seeing here is 1903 to 1982. So, but he's still, I mean, he lived a long time. Okay. Well, so he probably just died of being old. Yeah. A little psychopath. Uh, oh, he probably just, uh, I guess, slipped through the cracks by saying he was crazy. Gosh, I'm curious. Lived a long, crazy I'm life. A lot, I'm not seeing a lot about him. There was... Um, probably just stayed in the clinic his whole life. Did he oh, yeah, right, right at the top, it's, it says uh, 1907 <laughs> to 1981. 
So, yeah, I'm going with that. Probably just said he was cuckoo and lived long life in the cuckoo house. Hmm. Interesting. That's all you got to do. <laughs> so, Haunted Tampa. Oh, it's. Uh, it, I also read here that it, I guess he uh, supposedly had diplomas um, for, uh, I guess he, it said he practiced medicine as a gynecologist and a practitioner. Uh, a plastic of surgeon course. Of with course. Uh, with the diplomas <laughs> he apparently obtained from during his absence in Cuba. Um, I guess they later found out that it was possible he was running a diploma mill, and they were actually fake diplomas that he made. Oh, oh okay. Story um, continues. <laughs> I, know, I know that one. That says that was back in 1947. Um, they revoked his uh, Southern University charter. Um. Says he was a creator and founder of numerous numerous organizations, including the Legion de Honor de la República de Cuba, which I guess is the Legion of Honor of the Republic of Cuba. Um, <laughs> yeah, they um, couldn't Google any of this back then. They, no, couldn't, they, they couldn't fact check shit. Yeah, they follow this guy. They were just like, sure, yeah, that's legit. It's probably embossed paper. Oh wow, fancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he died in nineteen eighty two. Hmm. Well, I'll be damned. I was a little surprised, but okay. Yeah, he should have got the chair. So I mean, these are just two buildings. I know. I know. Beaker sent a list of, of most haunted buildings in that Tampa, Ebor area. So that whole Main Street haunted as shit. I could tell you every single one of those buildings on that Main Street has tons of spirits. Wow. I mean, pretty interesting. Yeah, and it would be really cool to just talk to some of those business owners to does it look like pretty that. old town does it yes. like, okay all right it has to stay the same and there's this old oh okay there is this restaurant that's supposedly uh really haunted but one of like a, a really really nice restaurant called the columbia and it, this one restaurant is like a city block oh wow it's huge and it's and i guess one on their anniversary day every year they set the prices back to what they were in 1920 ah cool <laughs> right <laughs> but they've opened up like three other locations or something around the florida area um called the columbia it was it was the 20s the prohibition time too yeah okay so the 20s was the prohibition then you hit the 30s and then the great depression hit it's a lot of crazy stuff in that couple so, decades but yeah so that that's been the same restaurant has been the the original restaurant and everything has been there this whole time wow i don't know if it was 1920 maybe even maybe even earlier than that Okay. I would have to look it up. But anyways, that building would be dope. Interesting. I'm actually, I think we should go inside that building just to look, take a look. It's pretty cool looking from the outside, seeing like through the windows. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Tampa and Ebor. Mm-hmm. Interesting name. Ebor. Well, that was the guy that founded the city. That was his last name. Well, I guess he bought he bought actually bought the city as to make it as a, a cigar cigar building city. Just, yeah, like yeah. A, a factory and mill and he just to do banded cigars together with all these other big cigar companies and said, "Let's build the city on rock and roll, guys and cigars and cigars." And they smoked the night away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How many song references can we put in this episode? <laughs> I'm just going for it, man. <laughs> Awesome. Anything else we want to touch on in this? I just want to touch on you guys after this. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess nothing says love and like your stay. Keep you got to keep it in the family. I totally <laughs> messed that up because yeah, it's like, did. 
One in the morning. What time is it? It's late. It's It's, almost two in the morning. It's the witching hour, folks. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's almost two in the morning. Let's go talk to some ghosts. Yeah, let's get spooky. (laughs) All right. We'll have to talk to you guys next week. All right. Thanks again for listening, guys. Peace out, butterflies. Bye.